On a beautiful run through the park on a pleasant day, you can easily get lost. No, no, no! She didn't kill him. Huh? In your true crime podcast. It was the pool guy. So obvious. Whatever motivates you works for us. It's all about letting your run be your run. And Brooks is here for every runner, doing the research and sweating the details to create gear that works for you. It's your run. Brooks, run happy. Hello and welcome to The Ice Guys, brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network. This is the show that takes you to the world of the National Hockey League. Every game, every day, from a sports friendly perspective. With pro handicappers Alex P. Smith, Andrew McKinnis, and Ian Cameron, and veteran sports writer Jimmy Murphy. And now, here's your host, Ian Cameron. Welcome to the Ice Guys, presented by the Hockey Podcast Network, Sunday, November 28th. Ian Cameron with you, flying solo, ready to break down the Sunday NHL card. This will be an abbreviated show. We'll run through the six games in rapid-fire fashion because, to be honest with you, I've got a Ticats football game to go to today in the CFL. Uh, looking forward to that, but also looking forward to this NHL card and some interesting games on tap. Let's start with the Washington Capitals and the Carolina Hurricanes. We've got Carolina minus 150 home favorites, five and a half the total in this game. Very early start time here, 1 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, from a spot perspective, not exactly a great one for Carolina. Uh, I worry about them here in this situation. They've played a very long road trip, six games, in fact, Vegas, Anaheim, L.A., San Jose, so four games, five games out west, Seattle after that. And then they traveled back east and played the final game of that road trip in Philadelphia uh, and got a 6-3 to three victory uh, in that game. Uh, a 4-2 and two road trip overall uh, in the six games for the Carolina Hurricanes. So a winning record, pretty solid road trip, all things considered for them. But now they find themselves traveling back home. Uh, not very much downtime, to be quite honest with you for this game uh the fact that it goes from a friday afternoon game to a very early sunday afternoon game uh just from a handicapping 101 you know situational spot scheduling perspective it's it's not the kind of price uh, the spot here for carolina where yeah let's lay minus 150 with them today in an early game returning home off a road trip i'm not looking to do that so i would lean washington here and look capitals are playing pretty solid hockey considering what they're dealing with from a player personnel standpoint like they've been without some key players we've talked about this you know ad nauseum three of their top six forwards are out Oshi, backstrom and mantha so without those two guys you'd think this team would struggle just a little bit that really hasn't happened so give the capitals credit give peter laviolette credit uh he's you know worked his lineup well he's you know juggled it to the point now where he's getting some of his depth players to step up uh and showing good balance offensively uh, in this recent run, they've still managed to score goals. 4-3 win over Florida, 6-3 win over Montreal at home this week. Uh, and overall, 8-2 and two in their last 10 games. So to be honest with you, I would take a small shot here with the Capitals as a road underdog. I think from a spot perspective, it's a dubious one for Carolina. You know, I don't always like betting against this team, but they're returning home. They're returning home off a big win against Philly, too. If it was a loss... You know, on the final game of that road trip for Carolina, I'd probably be less inclined to maybe go against them here, but I would lean to the Washington side here. Also would lean over five and a half. Again, you've got a situation where Washington's gone over the total in three straight games. And also you look at it from a series history standpoint, 
Uh, the over is 9-3 and three in the last 12 meetings here in Carolina between the Caps and the Canes. 5-2 and two to the over, the last seven overall between these two teams. So I would look over 5.5, and, and I'd give Washington a shot here uh, as a road underdog if I'm betting this game. All right, Tampa Bay and Minnesota. We've got even money here on both sides, 5.5 the total in this game. And uh, Minnesota continues to be just a offensive machine, really, on home ice. The XL Energy Center, the offense is excelling, if I uh, can say that, uh, at home this season for the Minnesota Wild. And it really has. I mean, uh, they have been a terrific uh, team offensively here on home ice all year. Let me just bring up the numbers here to make sure I uh, get this right. But I know for a fact, like Minnesota is scoring goals in bunches here all season on home ice. 4.63 goals per game for the Minnesota Wild at home this season. So that goes to show you right there just the uh, ability this team has had to be able to score goals and find the uh, back of the net. So uh, very impressive for Minnesota what they've been able to do. They absolutely pummeled Winnipeg uh, in their last home game by a score of 7-1, to one, uh, returning home from a three-game road trip that only saw them win one game. But, uh, boy, did they get uh, back on track and with a decisive uh, performance in a 7-1 to one victory uh, over the Winnipeg Jets. Uh, in the return home. We've talked about the over trend. Really, they've been trending over just in general. But on home ice this year, the Minnesota Wild, 7-1 and one to the over uh, at on home ice. And you've got a total of 5.5 here. Uh, it's over or pass for me in this game. And I am on the over here uh, between the Lightning and the Wild. Now, the one concern is Lightning defensively have been terrific their last couple games at home. Now, Philadelphia and Seattle, let's be honest, they're not the offensive teams that Minnesota is, uh, especially when Minnesota plays at home. So, yes, very good defensive efforts. Obviously, Andre Vasilevsky, a big part of that. He was terrific in both games. But let's not get too carried away with Tampa Bay being strong defensively in those two games. The Flyers have been struggling to really put pucks in the net for uh, most of the season. And Seattle, you know, at times lately has tailed off offensively as well. So, uh Good wins, 7-0. They shut out Seattle and Philly. Combined score in those two games, but going to be trickier now uh, defensively for them going on the road to face this high-scoring wild team that, again, they've just been lighting it up on home ice uh, in terms of putting the puck in the net. Uh, I would look to Minnesota here as well. Uh, minus 110, minus 115. The Lightning are just 2-12 and 12 in the last 14 here in Minnesota. Uh, that's not a good track record. In fact, they've struggled with Minnesota overall. 1-5 in the last six meetings. So I do have a small play on Minnesota as well uh, in this one. And you do have Minnesota in a little bit of revenge too uh, for a 5-4 uh, shootout loss to the Tampa Bay Lightning uh, just last week in Tampa. So a little bit of a short turnaround, rapid revenge situation, if you will, here for Minnesota. So I would look Minnesota minus 110 and over 5.5 here. Uh, in this game, San Jose, Chicago, we've got Chicago minus 125 uh, home favorites, five and a half. The total in this one, four game home winning streak for the uh, Chicago Blackhawks, who overall six and two since Derek King took over as the head coach. And we have talked about this on this show that, you know, they've just had a better team game at both ends of the ice. You know, uh, the defensive game's been a lot better. And in turn, it's made their goaltending look a lot better uh, as well uh, in these recent games. Uh, so give Chicago credit. Like I said, they've won four straight home games uh, since the coaching change, beating Nashville, Pittsburgh, Arizona, St. Louis. Uh, they beat the Blues in overtime on Friday in that massive uh, Friday NHL slate. 
Uh, they'll look to keep it going here and look for their fifth straight home win here against San Jose. Again, six and two since the coaching change. Uh, San Jose starting a road trip here uh, in the uh, Midwest slash Eastern uh, time zone. Uh, and um, it starts tonight. They're going to go to the Islanders and the Devils or sorry, the Devils, then the Islanders uh, in that order. And it'll start here in Chicago. Uh, San Jose off a 4-1 loss to Toronto uh, on Friday night. Uh, a lot of the Sharks talking about just too many turnovers. We were just too loose defensively. Uh, we got to clean that up. And obviously you play a team like the Leafs and you struggle in your own end. You're often going to pay the price when you're playing the kind of uh, talent and forwards and skill level. Uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs possess and that's precisely what happened to San Jose uh, on Friday night just too many mistakes with the puck and a lot of times those mistakes ended up in the back of their nets so uh, they're looking to clean that up James Reimer got pulled in that game but really it was the play from his team in front of him I don't think you could fault James Reimer too much uh, James Reimer is going to be back in net tonight uh, for the Sharks uh, in this game you would expect it to be Marc-Andre Fleury for Chicago Although they gave Lankin in the surprise start on uh, Friday against St. Louis, but you'd expect Marc-Andre Fleury probably to be back uh, in net tonight for the Blackhawks here in this game. Uh, I would look towards Chicago here, to be honest with you. Ride the home winning streak. I've been looking for reasons to bet this team. I didn't take them Friday, and I'm kind of mad I didn't. But uh, I know I didn't want to lay the price on the road with St. Louis, but I was kind of worried Chicago coming back from a road trip if uh, that spot kind of, you know, was uh, bothering me a little bit. I will say this about the road trip spots coming home off a road trip. They haven't been as successful or profitable as they've been in the past so far this season. Like look at Calgary, uh, you know, and what they've been able to do off road trips this year. They've still found ways to win games. We saw what happened with, um, uh, we've seen many examples of it this year where you've just seen the, the first game home off a road trip. And it's actually, they still find a way to win that team. So be careful maybe with Washington, for example, even though I said I like Washington. I still like Washington there, but it hasn't been that automatic win, you know, that you normally think fading the team in the first home game off a road trip. So uh, be careful with that moving forward. And Chicago, of course, uh, avoided losing in that spot on Friday. But I'm going to take Chicago here. It's a reasonable price, minus 120 to minus 125 uh, in most spots. Uh, I think they can get the home win here against the San Jose Sharks. From a totals perspective, this is one game I might lean under because San Jose is talking about better defensive play, and they have trended under lately, 5-1 and one to the under their last six games uh, since Derek King's taken over as the head coach of the Chicago Blackhawks. Uh, Chicago is 5-3 and three to the under, and all four home games for the Chicago Blackhawks since the coaching change, since Derek King has been behind the bench, all four Chicago home games have gone under the total, so... I would lean under maybe a lower scoring game here tonight between the Sharks and the Blackhawks. Philadelphia, New Jersey. We've got New Jersey minus 140 uh, home favorites in this game, five and a half the total. Big move on this uh, line. New Jersey opened near even money, now minus 140. Probably a reaction to Martin Jones being confirmed in net. Although before we just auto fade Martin Jones, we have to acknowledge the fact he's played better this year. For the Philadelphia Flyers, 2.67 goals against average, 927 save percentage. But he and yes, he has had a couple really good starts last year. But the problem is usually when he's coming off a great start, that's the time you go against him because he's usually not the kind of goalie to have consistency. That's been a problem for him for the last several years. When he has a great start, he usually doesn't have another one in the next uh, outing uh, in the net. And I think you worry about that here for Jones because Jones was in that Wednesday against Florida. 
and he was just absolutely terrific. 43 saves on 45 Panthers shots uh, in that game. Uh, unfortunately, lost in overtime because the Flyers didn't score against Florida. They lost that game. But Jones played well enough to give the uh, Panthers the victory there. We'll see if he can play well again. This is his first start since that outstanding performance against Florida. And like I said, I've just I've seen this movie and this script before countless times with Martin Jones. A great start one time, and then the very next outing and the next start in net, he's not the same guy. So uh, I would be a little bit concerned about that here for Philly. Uh, New Jersey off a loss to Nashville 4-2. Back-to-back losses for them. They lost to Minnesota uh, before that. We'll see how they fare here in this game. Really, they've had a tough time winning on the road, but you know, at home here in New Jersey, they've not been bad. Uh, five and five uh, overall. Uh, the the Flyers come into this game four and five, a losing road record uh, coming into this matchup here. Uh, this this definitely screams over to me uh, in this one. Philadelphia uh, obviously uh, had a problem defensively against Carolina on Friday. They lost that game six to three, but there is some positives for the Flyers out of that loss. Got their offense going. They had scored three goals in three games combined before the Friday game against Carolina. They lost in overtime and scored just one goal against Florida. They got shut out by Tampa Bay, and they scored just two goals against Boston. But they got three goals. They got more chances. They fired more pucks at the net. It's at least a step in the right direction for the Flyers offensively. And I think they might be able to find the back of the net here. You look at what uh, the New Jersey Devils have done defensively uh, as of late. The last five games, they gave up four to the Rangers, four to Florida, three to Tampa Bay, three to Minnesota, four to Nashville. Devils starting to give up goals. It's been kind of a shaky uh, stretch of play for their defense and their goaltending, regardless of whether it's been Blackwood or Bernier. Uh, they've been up and down uh, in between the pipes for this Devils team. So a uh, total of five and a half. I like this game over the total. It doesn't hurt either that the series history has really been uh, heavy to the over. 4-1-1 one, and one to the over in the last six head-to-head -head meetings between the Flyers and Devils, and 5-1 and one to the over in the last six between them here in Jersey. So We'll go with that over five and a half, minus 125. I think if you got Jersey early, minus 110, minus 120, I'd like, I, I, I like that side. I still lean Devils, but minus 140 getting a little bit pricey in my mind. But I would still lean a little bit to the uh, Devils in this game. All right, Vancouver and Boston. We've got Vancouver, Boston minus 240, home favorites, five and a half the total in this game. Uh, we've got Linus Allmark confirmed as goalie for the Bruins in this game. Uh, for Vancouver, it'll be Thatcher Demko. Um, you know, the way Travis Green and the Canucks uh, were talking after the game against Columbus, you'd think we should be giving them a participation medal for every game they play. I mean, all the waxing poetic about how great they played and how much progress they made. Yeah, but you lost the game still, guys. You still lost. You 4-2 to Columbus the other night. Yeah, you outplayed them. You outchanced them. I think you deserved a better fate. But, man, they're talking like they played the best game since sliced bread. I mean, calm down. Jeez, settle down, Beavis. You know, as I settle down, Beavis. <laughs> you know, that's what I want to say to Travis Green, you know, uh, after a comment like that. You know, it's just at the end of the day, you want to W, don't you? To show for your to show for your effort. Like, obviously, they played well enough to win, but you, they made it sound like they won a playoff series with that performance the other night against Columbus. It was another loss. Unfortunately, I did see progress in their performance. I was better. 
Their defensive game, like you only give up 20 shots in three periods, you're supposed to win that game. But unfortunately, it wasn't meant to be for the Vancouver Canucks. And, and now we'll see how they fare here on the road against Boston. You know, I'm. it's a big number to be laying with a Boston team that's just very, very uh, up and down. Although I will say this about Boston. Beating the bad teams is never a problem for them. Beating teams that are struggling is never an issue for them. Look at the recent wins, beating New Jersey, beating Montreal, beating Philadelphia, Buffalo. You know, they have no problem beating the teams that are weaker. It's the teams that are good that they've had trouble with. Look at the losses. The last four losses, Toronto, Edmonton, Calgary, New York Rangers. What is the common thread with those four teams? They're all really good hockey teams right now. Um, so this should be a game that Boston wins because now you got a, a weaker team. They beat, they beat up the inferior teams. They lose to the better teams. That's been the Boston Bruins' M.O. Uh, so far uh, this season. What's also been their M.O. this season is trending over the total. And it continues to be that way for the Boston Bruins. Eight and two for the Bruins to the over uh, in their last 10 games. For the overall uh, season to this point, the Bruins are 10 and seven uh, to the over uh, so far this year. The Vancouver Canucks, they've gone under more than over, but it's worth noting eight and one to the under this year for Vancouver. But on the road, they've actually been profitable to the over. Six and four for the Vancouver Canucks to the over on the road and the overs the way I would go here in this game five and a half again we've been riding these uh, Boston Bruins games over the total we took the over against the Rangers with Boston we took the over with their game against Buffalo um, we stayed off it with Calgary because we knew Calgary was playing pretty good defensively on that road trip we took the over for Boston against Philly Boston against Montreal I mean you go on down the list we've been on a bunch of these recent Bruins games uh, over the total and uh, we're going to go back to the well with it here uh, over five and a half tonight Vancouver and Boston over is seven and two in the last nine meetings between the Canucks and the Bruins and four and one to the over in the last five here at TD Garden so uh, I would look over the total in this game um, quiet day for Brad Marchand other than throwing his glove at Panarin uh, in the Friday uh, Thanksgiving afternoon game against the uh, New York Rangers. So this could be a game maybe you look Brad Marchand to score a goal, especially Bruins off a loss to the Rangers that day. Uh, I think maybe you look at him maybe to bounce back and find the back of the net here uh, tonight against the uh, Canucks. So, uh, yeah, we'll go over the total in this game and ride these Boston overs one more time. All right, the final game on this Sunday card, Toronto and Anaheim. We've got Toronto minus 180. Road favorites, five and a half the total in this one. Of all the games on this card, this one is probably the one I'm most likely to pass. I don't have a strong opinion on it. I don't want to go against Toronto right now. They're red hot on this road trip, beating L.A., beating San Jose. Great games uh, by the Leafs, really at both ends of the ice. They've played solid defensively, and their goaltending's been good for a while now. But now you're starting to see the, the power play score. They're either five-on-five, five, even strength offense has come to life. And now they're starting to put the puck in the net. And man, if they can mesh the two ends of the ice, the scoring, the power play, the five-on-five -five game, and keep playing solid team defense and get good goaltending like they have most of the year, man, it's going to be a dangerous team, the Leafs moving forward. The one concern with Toronto in this spot is the end of this West Coast swing uh, for them. You wonder now if they're, they're, you know, if they're just looking forward to moving on uh, after this. I believe, do they return home after this game? Um, yes, they do. Uh, and they play home to Colorado. So, you know, and a few days off as well after this. So focus, is it there for the Leafs to close out this uh, West Coast swing on a 3-0 and sweep? Uh, that's the question. And plus you're laying a big number here now, minus 180 
to minus 185 here with the Leafs. I'm not sure I want to lay that kind of price, especially with Anaheim playing really good on home ice this year. Anaheim's eight and four at home. You know, that's eight and four in 12 home games for the Anaheim Ducks. And they're off a shutout against a reeling Ottawa team. So obviously there's going to be a step up in class here for Anaheim taking on this red hot Leaf team. Uh, but boy, oh boy, I mean, Anaheim's played good hockey on home ice. They've got these young game breakers like Trevor Zegras and Troy Terry, uh, among others, who keep on uh, playing well uh, for the Ducks on a night-in, night-out basis. So, yeah, I don't want to go in front, of, step in front of Toronto, and I'm not. But, you know, Anaheim's been good enough on home ice, and the spot for Toronto at the end of this West Coast swing, is the focus going to be there? Are they looking forward to getting back home? You always worry about that in these kind of situations. So I'm passing this game. It probably will be Jack Campbell back in net for the uh, Leafs tonight. He was rested in the San Jose game. They gave Joseph Wall the start, and he played great. The young kid again for the Leafs, Joseph Wall, in a backup role. Uh, and it should be John Gibson in net for Anaheim uh, in this game. So this could be a lower-scoring affair, to be quite honest with you. Anaheim, you know, shut out Ottawa. They've actually been uh, pretty good defensively on home ice in recent games. You look at it, they held Vancouver to one goal, St. Louis to one goal, Arizona to one goal, Washington to two goals. You know, they've been and shut out Ottawa, so they've been very, uh, very uh, you know, tough to beat defensively here on home ice lately. So for that reason, I'd probably lean a little bit to the under uh, in this game. And the Leafs, by the way, 5-1 and one to the under in their last six games. Uh, so lean to the under, pass on the side when it comes to Toronto and Anaheim. All right, we'll get to best bets and wrap up the Sunday edition of the Ice Guys in just a second. Thank you to everybody for watching. Hit the like button. Uh, make sure you do that. It helps us out. Before we get to best bets, we want to talk about DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. They have an unbelievable offer to celebrate the greatest sport on ice. New customers bet just $1 on any NHL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. Doesn't matter if it's a one-timer, deflection, or a breakaway. However they light the lamp, you win. If DraftKings Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, don't worry. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with daily Fantasy sports contests, courtesy of DraftKings. DraftKings giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Throw down $1 on any NHL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. This week, one puck in the net gets you a big win with promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Must be 21 years of age or older. Must reside in a DraftKings Sportsbook state. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Sign up for an account. Use promo code THPN. All right. Oh, a couple goal score props from um, the, the early uh, games I wanted to mention here. Um, Washington, Carolina, especially. Um, Ovechkin for Washington. How do you not at this point? He's just rolling. Uh, I'd still look at Seth Jarvis again for Carolina. A couple goal scorer props potentially to look at in that game. And for the San Jose-Chicago game, Brandon Hagel. You know, cast a goal scorer prop for us on Friday. Uh, tied that game up uh, in that game. He's getting top-line minutes right now with Taves and Kane. Uh, you just ride Brand Brandon Hagel. Still great value to score goals right now for the Chicago Blackhawks. So uh, there's a couple goal scorer props uh, that I wanted to mention that I forgot to uh, earlier in the show. All right, best bet for this Sunday card. Uh, let's see what we can find here. Um, let's go to the game between... Um, 
Philadelphia and New Jersey. Let's go over five and a half minus 120 there. Flyers and Devils. Series history is there. Uh, the, the Devils have struggled defensively lately, I think, and the Flyers, maybe with that Carolina game scoring three goals, signs that their offense may be coming out of the doldrums a little bit. But I also think the Devils can score, and I don't trust Martin Jones to follow up a great start against Florida with another one. He's been the model of inconsistency for the last couple seasons, and it wouldn't shock me to see that inconsistency continue for Martin Jones in between the pipes tonight against the Devils. So let's go Philly, New Jersey, over 5.5, minus 120. Uh, that'll be my best bet for this Sunday NHL card. And that'll wrap up this edition of The Ice Guys. Thanks to everyone for watching. A reminder, The Ice Guys is live on YouTube seven days a week, Monday to Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern, Saturday, Sunday, noon Eastern. If you can't watch the show live, download The Ice Guys podcast in audio form on all major podcast platforms, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. Download The Ice Guys podcast when you can't watch the show live. I'm Ian Cameron. Thank you for watching and listening to The Ice Guys. Have a great Sunday. Enjoy the games and good luck. And we'll talk to you again tomorrow on Monday for another edition of The Ice Guys presented by the Hockey Podcast Network.